Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pine? Prove it all to your friends with Crossword merch available now in the gift shop. T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to GhostbustersHQ/shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the good old Ghostbusters podcast, we are talking about New York Comic Con. That's right, Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming with something, some sort of panel. We're not entirely sure, but we're going to speculate on what we think is coming. Uh, We'll also be talking about a wonderful new making of book that is going to be coming for Ghostbusters Afterlife in November, uh, a few other merch things. Uh, And then at the beginning and the end of the podcast, we have a very special young man as our guest. It's his birthday, and he's got a lot to say. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! We talk about the new movie. I was gonna say, are are you are you hyped for the new movie? I am because I usually want to see things that are new, and I'm starting to get into Ghostbusters a lot. And the new movie is already coming out, so I'm going to get closer to it faster and faster. Yeah. Do you like that it's got kids in it? Do you prefer the one who likes to drive cars really fast, or the one who's all sciency? Or the one who uh, seems to be a little bit of a tech. You you want to be podcast? <laughs> I was gonna say the There's one who has a podcast. podcast. And, yeah, and he's a tech guy. He likes his little gadgets and all that. That that could be you. You've seen bits of the first Ghostbusters, I think. A little, yes. I don't think you've seen the second one. Are we gonna rewatch one and two before we go to see this one? Probably. Yeah. I, I think it. I, th- I th- almost think you have to see the second one before. Yes. That. That's basically like if someone is new to Avengers and they like new movies, they uh, find the newest one that was supposed to, and they're like, "Okay, how the heck did they die?" And yeah, how did that how happen? Did yeah. They- who did they get there, and who's that guy? Well, wait, wait, go back. So you've only seen parts of the first movie. Is it because a little bit of is it is it still a little too spooky, or it's just because you haven't sat down and, and watched them? Um, I'm guessing the reason is uh, younger me just fell asleep. Yeah, into probably about the size of it. Younger but now, you. But now I'm doing pretty well. Well, we cracked open a box of Ghostbusters cereal and watched some real Ghostbusters there. Ooh. Maybe we need to crack open another box and some Saturday morning watch the movies. What do you think? I would love that. Of course. There's, <laughs> there's cereal. <laughs> there's so sugary that. cereal involved, Dad. I mean, say no more. That's right. Have you seen all of the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife that? toys yet? Have you uh, seen yeah. any of the action figures and stuff? Let's see. You saw the real Ghostbusters stuff they reissued because you've got bug-eyed ghost mm. up in your room there yes i do uh i don't think you've seen much else did you see the um the proton thrower the neutrona wand at walmart when we were there i don't it so. was the only it was the only item they had when we went there we it was the, probably yeah just the the blaster itself the thrower yeah, yeah. 
I don't think he's seen much because I haven't even technically seen All that. Right. Well, I, I still love how um, we're talking about ghosts, but there's a look on my right, and I see him and it goes... My hair probably fell up. Oh, oh a million uh, uh, Ghostbusters thing. That's what Secret Studio North is. <laughs> it's pretty Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. All right, is there well, anything? When I'm, you I'm see those toys, I want to hear your opinion on them. Like when yeah. when you when you check them out, because like the PKE meter is pretty cool. There's a few really cool toys that I'd, I'd like yeah, to hear your your thoughts PKA on. PKE meter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. A special thanks to Thomas for joining us at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I think what I'll do is I will put um. I'll put I'll put Thomas like I'll put a good chunk of our conversation with him at the end of the episode because that was really fun. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be a, a little bit of him at the top that everybody sure. just heard, and then actually we'll slot him in on the the final thought bit at the end. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. We'll, with we'll let him roll because he's got he's got thoughts about candy and Halloween <laughs> and movies and, and movies and yeah. The Stuart blood is in his veins. I can <laughs> feel it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll we'll do that because I think that that's that's funny. That's really yeah. good. And it's oh, his he's, he's he's been after it for a while. Well, he's can got I? the can it's I? his show now. He can that's right. Can I now? Can I come on tonight? <laughs> can <I> now? <laughs> you cannot be on the show. Uh, well, here's what well, we're gonna everybody. do, Chris. Sure. Because uh, that that was a fun conversation with uh, with Thomas. Um, we do have some news. I'm glad we did this because it was a very sort of lighthearted, uh, uh, some levity we can hit with the hard news at the at the front of the episode here, and yes. then uh, and then we can get into the the fun stuff because uh, there's there's good fun Ghostbuster stuff out there which we will get into. So uh, yeah. So our thanks to Thomas for for uh, providing the bookends to this episode, and uh, here we go with the news. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, Chris. So, as mentioned, uh, some some heavy news to start out with here. Mm. And it, it's it's heavy news for Ghostbusters fans for, for one reason, but it's just, it's heavy news for people who enjoy, uh, the wire and boardwalk empire and, and uh, so many things, so many people have worked with him. Um, and it's, it's very sad to report that, uh, Michael K Williams has passed, uh, just, just this past week as you listen to this. Um, and, uh, at, at a young age, at the age of 51, he was found in his apartment, um, they're, uh, last I saw, they're still trying to figure out the, um, the, the cause of death, but it, it seems like it was an overdose. So it's even, even sadder, uh, in that respect, but, yeah. um, just, I mean, super, super sad, especially knowing how tough it's been on a lot of people, uh, this year. And, uh, you know, you kind of, you just wanted to see people get back on their, you know, back into their rhythm and making movies and making TV shows and all the people that you love and know, uh, mm-hmm. to, to get back out there. And unfortunately, uh, this was the news that we got last week. And, uh, and of course we bring it up. If you're not aware, uh, Michael K. Williams was in Ghostbusters answer the call. Uh, he was one of the mayor's agents, uh, who comes out, uh, and, and, uh, brings the Ghostbusters to the mayor. Um, 
it, it's it's kind of funny because I think like he was super stoked to work in Ghostbusters and and have a scene with Slimer that we still have never seen that I'm aware no. of. Um, but obviously not what he's going to be known for uh, posthumously. No. <laughs> Ghostbusters is like way, way, way back at the end of the CV. Um, well, the 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 real shock of it is is nobody in Ghostbusters twenty sixteen you know falls anywhere into the peripheral. Hey, we're all getting on in years, sort of thing, and you kind of soft mentally prepare yourself for the inevitable sort of thing. Right? That entire cast is, like, young. He was only 54? 50, yeah, 51, I think. Oh, 54. Yeah, 54. 54 like, that, no, 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 no. Like, so this was, yeah. Super hard, no, and I know Les, Leslie Jones had a pretty great post on her uh, Twitter account, if I remember correctly, that uh, I, I can't repeat it verbatim because I don't want to get the explicit tag uh, on this this particular episode, especially with <laughs> Thomas being on it. Um, but she, you know, she talked about how Michael K. Williams was just so nice to her when they were on Ghostbusters. The two of them bonded. Um, and she was even, I, I, if I remember correctly, she said she was thinking about the next time she was going to see him, what she was going to say and, and talk to him about. And yeah. you know, she can't. So, um, so very, very sad, uh, very sad news. <sighs> Why do we always do that? We should do this at the end of the show. And it is so hard no, to no, make no, the no, turn no, no, no. from. It's 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 hard to make the turn, but there's there's a good reason for it. One, we need to honor people, and you don't do that by burying it. You That's know. true. And two, it's the hard part. But once it's done, then we can move on to lighter things. Yeah. So so let's do that because uh, uh, Michael K. Williams was a free spirited, uh, awesome dude. Um, we'll yeah. move on. We'll move on to the, the lighter his, things. Yeah. Look up, look up his Wikipedia. Um, just the list, and then go. I mean, obviously, early on when you're, you know, starting as an actor, you're not front and center. But it's still fun to go watch these movies and find out the stuff that impressed somebody enough to move on to the next Man. one. And I'm like, and then so just go through the list here, like. Also, so it's kind of great excuse. Just go rewatch The Wire. Like, if you needed another excuse to go rewatch The Wire, this this is yeah. it. One of his earliest roles, he's in uh, Bringing Out the Dead. So he's got a Scorsese under his belt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Gone Baby Gone. That's worth a rewatch. Uh, oh, he's in the Marvel Universe. He's in the Incredible Hulk. That's <laughs> right. He <laughs> was I, an Incredible Hulk, wasn't he? <laughs> I need to go watch that again. I was like, uh, let's see here. Uh, Life During Wartime. Um Let's see. Oh, he's the road. He's in the road. Another good one, especially with October coming up. That one's a little, <laughs> little bleak, but okay. It's kind of kind of uh, a heavy. Yeah. Let's work on the wire. He's in Twelve Years a Slave, which I still it's on my list. Uh, boy, the RoboCop remake. Uh, oh, Purge Anarchy. Nice. Okay, I I forgot all about that one. Uh, what are the good ones though? Yeah, bike. Yeah. And, into... and was going to be in the uh, solo a Star Wars story, which I would still at some point love to see the footage from that uh, that original version. But yeah. Um, so anyway, oh. so it, it, he's he's sorry cameo as Bob Dylan in the Beastie Boys story. <laughs> all right, I gotta go back. <laughs> I missed Is, something there, but yeah, I don't, I don't. All right, that's anyways. Um, actually, to be honest, the, the one thing outside of all, every, I haven't seen The Wire. I actually, I had kind of 
said to myself, I don't know if I'll ever bother. It was just one of the, it was like Breaking Bad. It's just such a huge thing. And everybody's like, you got to see it. And I'm kind of like, I don't know that I got to. Now I'm kind of curious that maybe I got to. Yeah, now you got to do it. Uh, But the thing that I don't think enough uh, people saw is catch that that, uh, nine episode season of Lovecraft Country. Oh, uh, was he, he plays, in that? I see. I yeah, didn't get to watch that either. He's yeah. the protagonist's dad. He's uh, really good. Um, and I know it didn't get yeah. picked up, and I know a lot of people were were really bummed about that. Choked. Yeah. Uh, everybody was great in it, but he particularly uh, kind of elevated that that thing. So, and that was yeah his last TV credit. So, um, if he can check it out, check it out. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Again, another excellent one heading into October. So. No, plenty, plenty of stuff to add to your watch list, uh, and and just based upon Michael K. Williams's uh, resume yep. as it is, yep. um, so so uh, yeah, so so uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, very sad news. Um, if if anything else comes out of that that we need to report, we certainly will come back and and talk about that. Um, but uh, but moving moving forward uh, into the Ghostbusters heart of things, uh, New York Comic Con. Is miraculously <laughs> happening. I, I yes. like this announcement that happened today. I was like, it's still happening. I didn't even know that NYCC was actually going to be going on, but the show must go on. Apparently, COVID be yeah. damned. Uh, and uh, so October. I'm looking at my rundown. 8th. October eighth, Friday, October eighth. There will be a Ghostbusters Afterlife panel uh, that Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman, and the cast of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Who will that be? Don't quite know. I think they're keeping Don't that ambiguous know. for multiple reasons. Um, uh, the the intriguing but slightly alarming thing is that they're they're making a big deal. Um, the 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 Hollywood press that's been reporting it never before seen clips. New <laughs> yeah, new clips, and even even in the announcement that happened today, actually, as we record this, uh, there's mm-hmm. like a good four or five new shots that are from that, that sequence of the Ecto one screaming around the corner, yeah. uh, past the movie theater that we see a couple shots of, of Trevor and, and I th- uh, think maybe it's Phoebe holding the proton thrower. It's, it's kind of tough to tell in the, the whole yeah. melee of things, but, uh, the, yeah, the social media has a little cut as part of the announcement, um, which has got some extra stuff. Uh, <laughs> and they changed that, uh, Somerville, movie theater marquee to read uh, all the announcement about <laughs> Comic-Con, which I found hilarious. Um, I love that kind these, of stuff, yeah. Exact same time, Fandango got a, a an exclusive shot, too, of the kids standing by the car staring at something. Who knows what, And but there's there's little detail, and you pointed out the details in there, but wait, let's let's go back to the New York let's Comic-Con sure, stuff, sure, and sure. then we can talk about the Fandango thing. Um, so, so New York Comic-Con, you did mention there's going to be exclusive clips. Mm-hmm. Um some people on social media have already said, well, are they going to show us the whole movie? Everybody else already saw the whole movie. I don't think that's the case. I, I think that's kind no. of an unrealistic expectation to be now going to the, to the Javits center. Is it the Javits? It's a Javits center, right? Yeah. Uh, Javits center. Nobody's getting to see. That's the one thing that this thing can, conf- um, confirmed was that they're going to get to see clips. They're not going to get to see the whole movie. That's yeah. I, I think because everybody's now expecting, well, CinemaCon saw it. Well, but that was for theater exhibitors and, and insiders and press. And this is kind of a, a different yeah. beast. I, um, I mean, as it is, and I pointed this out to somebody on, on Twitter, CinemaCon is one thing because that's a room full of industry uh, professionals who benefit from keeping 
Ghost Cars and Reitman's secret about the movie, right? It only benefits them in the long run to <laughs> their, keep their the secrets about the movie. Their profit margins depend on that movie on not leaking. <laughs> right. Yes. Whereas, whereas uh, Comic-Con is a room full of iPhones attached to people who only benefit from not keeping secrets yes. at uh, Comic-Con. Uh, who are very so, excited to be seeing something for the first time. Yeah. I suspect... It'll be, I suspect the clips, will, I, I suspect I'm going to spend an entire weekend with my fingers in my ear going, la, 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 I haven't picked a song yet, so it's kind of tuneless right now, but it, it'll just be me, la, 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 trying to ignore everything. But even, even if, you know, stuff does come out, I suspect it'll be a lot like what's come up to now, like with the trailer and all that. Yeah. They're going to, I think they're going to release a couple of clips to keep the, you know, the you know, feed, feed the masses, keep the hype train going. And if it does leak, they'll have picked stuff that isn't going to upset the apple cart. Whereas yeah, if you ran a whole yeah. movie, forget it. You're yeah, going to be everybody fighting. Everybody knows how the movie ends, which Jason is being uh, very protective about and, and certain things yeah. like that. So but, on the one hand, yeah, we got to hide from potential spoilers. Uh, boy, it could have been a lot more worse though. I, th- I think this is doable. Yeah. I, and I think we can. Well, here, here's my podcast bet, Chris, and okay. f- feel free Ooh, to shoot this one out of the air. We haven't we haven't had one of these in a it's while. I'm a excited. While. It's been a while. Uh, poster. I think this is where Ooh, we get a yes. new poster, and I think uh, all the people that are in attendance at that. And again, this is just me speculating. So everybody, yeah. d- please don't, don't get, read into this. No, no, no. Yeah. But but everybody attending there gets one of these awesome posters, whatever they end up being, because now we know the yeah. exact release date of the movie. They're pretty firmly sticking to that release date based upon all of the marketing materials. And if you walk into Target, you see all of the yep. marketing, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, I I think, and because I was so surprised that we didn't get a poster earlier with the last trailer, I think maybe they've been holding it for this this event. For this, uh, th- this will be like the grand reveal of. Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife, they're going to start the hype, and then the poster comes out. We all get to see this awesome one-sheet poster with Holding us for the event, and we talked about this a bit last week, too, that um, may not have been a sure thing, but they had their suspicions about the possibility of jumping date as well. Yeah. So they just sort of, yeah. <laughs> They've waited till now. I think you're right. It's landed on November 19th for the movie. Comic-Con, uh, you know, is solidified. New York Comic Con solidified, and yeah, they're going to have this panel, and I think you're right. That's a solid. I'm not going to shoot it down. I think that's a really solid bet. That and, and maybe the poster doesn't have the the November 19th date on it. It could just say Thanksgiving. It could not even have a date on it at all. Like if you look at some of the teaser posters, teaser they don't one. have the dates yeah. on them. Um, but, I will uh, say I don't know that everybody's coming home with a full sized one. I think no, oh, these no, days, no, no. I think everybody's big, coming home yeah. with one of the mini ones, to be well, honest. Yeah, one of those but, like uh, 11 by 17s uh, or something like that. that that's my <laughs> guess. Um, yeah. And, and if nothing comes out of that panel for all of us that don't get to go to New York City and, and get to see the panel or see the clips or, uh, you know, all of the fun stuff that's going to happen there, I think the poster would be like a safe bet for like, hey, that gets... Uh, Entertainment Weekly gets the scoop or, you know, whoever it is. Fandango got the scoop on this photo that we're going to talk about in a second here. So um, yeah, that's my bet. And, and I don't think another trailer. Some people were saying, like, is that another trailer? No, no I don't, th- I don't think so. Um, I but, think final uh, trailers will land in October at some point. Um, <laughs> so that I is October somebody, at some point. But it, it was on our Twitter. Somebody was like, oh, they're going to announce a new movie. I was like, that, to promote the movie that's about to come out? I don't know. I don't. That think, seems a bit weird. That seems weird, too. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I wouldn't go that far. Don't 
keep your expectations in check here. They're not going to go out and be like, and a new trilogy of Ghostbusters films are kind of, that's not what this is going to be. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so New York comic con, October 8th, we'll be back here. Um, I think our, our yes, have some friends are going because they have infinite energy and infinite disposable income. Uh, so, uh, I'll just live vicariously through them and mm. we'll just re-air their episode here and it'll be like you guys went there and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. New York comic con. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the ghostbusters afterlife front, as you mentioned, Chris, uh, it was just a, a Fandango fall preview. One of those things that they do that they get you to their website and you click through the 28 or 30 images or whatever it was, uh, that <laughs> has two 20 pictures. ads in yeah, between. I was gonna say. You get two two pictures and then an ad and then two pictures and then an ad. And the punchline is is that the way their system is designed, you get two pictures and then you get a blank page that is an ad attempting to load and you go, I don't care, and click the button and move right past yeah, it. Yeah, just so. keep going. Yeah. Um, but but nonetheless, uh, we get on a new photo of uh, mm-hmm. Trevor Phoebe and podcast from Ghostbusters Afterlife. This looks to me to be somewhere along the lines of when they take the Ecto one out for a joyride in in the wheat field, uh, because Trevor still got his like uh, work coveralls on. Um, yes, and, and I that, think so it, I, it, I saw that and I was like, oh, sure, sure. That, oh, I was gonna say I I thought it was pretty innocuous. I was like, oh, that's just it's like a hero shot. Then you saw something in the photo and I'm like, Oh, maybe this is a little bit further into the movie and maybe we're kind of getting something else here. What was, so well, okay. What, so what the shot to me looking at the background, it looks, I agree. I, it could be at the end of the, the, um, the, 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 him driving through the field. I think the field tearing about thing might actually just be his, the little reward montage at the end of getting the thing working, but potentially, yeah, picks up, uh, uh, Phoebe and podcast after that. Uh, I mean, she's wearing that same outfit. So f- the chase with uh, Muncher through town could be after, or it could be where it takes them, right? They may, I, I don't, but the shot of them, the background looks a lot like um, from the hilltop where the, the mine is, where the, uh. the, the older kids are hanging out that one time. And I'm wondering if this isn't that leading up to them going down into the mine and remember we see some shots of them uh in the trailer in kind of what looks like inside yeah, the that's mine a good point. so so it could uh, be it could be further along i th- i thought this was who knows? earlier in the film but yeah you're maybe you're right, well we don't know too they can go down to that mine and that's when uh things get super scary and they bug out and that sets up you know, act three with, oh, I don't know, some cameos from some familiar faces. <laughs> um, but the thing that got me was it's a big picture, but uh, kind of compressed, which is annoying. But, I know. Yeah. Uh, I noticed it looks like podcast is lugging some stuff around. And I mean, he's obviously the gear kid, not the gear kid. Uh, the, 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 he's the gadget the, head, the, the, the gadget tech head. head. That's a yeah, better way to put he's, it. I, what I saw was on the other side of the hip is he's wearing the ecto goggles on the hip, the same way that, uh, that Ackroyd would put, put them That's on right. his like belt on or his, whatever. On his, his yeah. right hip, but on his left hip, he, hip, he's got some sort of a cylinder with a tube coming out of the top by the looks of it. It's well, is, I don't, is that the, I think that's, 
Ah, see, this starts to get into spoiler territory. I don't know. Okay, don't. Don't say anything then. <laughs> there is, so so to, to avoid spoilers, there is something that comes with the Plasma Series podcast, and there is also something that is being offered as another toy that people have started to connect oh, the dots. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it's that. that it's not that. Okay. For anybody right. that follows that, I don't, I don't, especially based on the Plasma Series podcast, this just, I, it just looks like it's a chunk of another, uh, it could even be like just something that's not clear enough like he could be lugging their, that trap they have around for all we know like it's it, it's it's it, you zoom in at that point and it's just blurry enough that you're just kind of like i don't but you know um it's i only he's, pointed he's it out because it caught my eye I'm not, in his left arm like it's it's something yeah. that's going to be pretty deliberate but, i'm uh, I, I i only pointed it out because it caught my eye i don't know that i'm <laughs> investing much worry into it so. well, and maybe that's why the image is so compressed too maybe they don't want us to know Could what be. that is and mm, we're maybe. sitting here and poor eric is like god don't, don't talk about that thing stop we looking at the thing uh, okay well then let's definitely not point out the uh crewman standing in the background <laughs> You beat um, me to it. That was going to be my joke. <laughs> actually, that yeah. Guy so I, standing behind the <laughs> uh I've called it up here. Um, yeah, so that's the, you can see the road and the valley behind them there. That looks like the road leading into the, the, the you know, the laneway that brings you into the, uh, the mine. So, like where this sits in the movie. Who knows? But I'm pretty sure that this is them outside the mine yeah. at some point. Uh, so at any rate, I, I, this yeah. again, this just proves that they are full speed ahead on the marketing machine. Fandango's mm-hmm. got their their uh, preview. New York Comic Con's got their thing happening in October. Um, uh, somebody asked, by the way, since we brought up Fandango, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were already like, where do I get my tickets? Fandango uh, and any other online ticket thing that you like, Fandango in particular, you can uh, put your name in uh, for an alert. So when the um, the tickets do go on sale online, they'll let you know so you they can run back you, and yeah. grab them. So go go find uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife Life listing on Fandango. And it's, it's probably going to take a beat just knowing that the, the release date just shifted so the theaters yeah. are still probably figuring that out and they're trying to figure out what theaters and auditoriums uh, stuff plays in. So be be patient with them. They'll get those pre-orders yep. up uh, pretty fast, I'm sure. Yeah, but you can set yourself up to get a heads up so you can stop yeah. worrying about it until then. Uh, so speaking of pre-orders for things that you need to be mm. patient for, um, mm. this was – it literally happened right after you and I recorded our <laughs> podcast <laughs> slash uh, live stream building episode and – as and it is, is typical. something so near and dear to my heart that I was so bummed and crushed that it didn't happen. But now we can kind of shine a, a better light on it uh, because we have some more information. Um, and that is to say that there is an art and making of Ghostbusters Afterlife book that is going to be coming out. I think they moved the date now. It's November 29th. What did it move 24th, to? I think it 24th? got moved to. Um, I'm, I'm and frankly, that, that, could, sure. that could slide again because when it showed up, it was arriving f- five days before the movie came out. Uh, but obviously since that day they had announced that the movie had uh, moved to the 19th. Yeah, yeah. Within within the one day, I actually had people responding to the tweet as like <laughs> two different people responding to. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, you're wrong. It says, and they said, they each said two different dates and it's like, oh wow, they've jumped it's this around. Moving. So it's the 23rd as of right yeah. now on Amazon, at least here in the States. I don't know what that's going to be internationally. Please don't hold us to that wherever you no. may be. As well, here's the thing. Uh, Amazon Canada actually like, um, 
adjusted the date but pulled the pre-order. Amazon.com will happily continue to take your money, but Amazon.ca did a <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh, it's now marked here. as temporarily out of stock sort of thing. It that, happens. That old it chestnut. I, I don't think that we were supposed to, because it wasn't a formal announcement. It was an Amazon listing that our friends at Yes Have Some Podcasts saw first. Yeah. Uh, so I, I attribute it to them. Um, but uh, well, it, that said, uh, Jason reposted it on Instagram pretty quick. So I think they just, if it was a leak, I don't think they felt like it was a, a, a terrible one. They just, I think that most of the scramble around it was less about that the word was out and more that the, the date was <laughs> problematic the, the and they date needed was to change that quick. And the page count was problematic because Ozzy uh, Inguizano uh, responded to you saying, Hey, the page count's wrong on that. You actually get more. You get uh, yeah, whatever is 192 200. pages or something like that. Yeah, it's like almost that. 200 pages. Uh, and we should say, so the title is Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Art and Making of the Movie by uh, Ozzy uh, Inguanzo. Um, and it looks, well, all we can see is the cover, but man, that cover shot, the concept art of, you know, Phoebe in the uh, the the gunner seat and the, the, the Ecto... Like just sort of twilight, storm yeah. clouds, the light. Oh, it is such well, and, a pretty and people picture. People have pointed out. I love how people have, and this is this is what concept art does. Is people have pointed out that that ecto is sort of like a hybrid of the ecto one A and the one. Yeah. Like it's got the tank on the back, and it's uh, so, some people. I, I think it was on GB fans. Someone uh, quickly noticed that this might have been done in SketchUp, which is. Uh, utilized all over in production design and, and mm-hmm. conceptual art. And uh, SketchUp is like the fastest thing that you can create um, uh, environments and, and, and locations. And uh, it's, it's, a very, it's a very useful tool now for production designers to come up with stuff pretty fast because it's like, here's a library of images and here's, you can yeah. put a chair there and you can put a wall there and you can put a plant there and all these things. Uh, so it's kind of fun to see, like, maybe they were thinking about doing an Ecto-1A1 hybrid. I, maybe at one point Phoebe had blonde hair. Maybe they were just kind of blue-skying it and they just wanted a, a young girl and they didn't care what their hair color was uh, in that, that driver's – or in the gunner or seat. she hadn't been, you know, cast yet too, right? Like, pre-production yeah. is, you know, concurrent with, if not in advance of final casting, so – and and, and, re- and remember, we saw all that in um, you know the first movie where there's storyboards with um, with John Candy running around, or and, John and, and Michael Keaton uh, <laughs> and those helmets with the visors, and there's all sorts right? of stuff there, like there's all sorts of stuff that doesn't make it to the end run, uh, but no elements make it into the movie. It's it's a guide. It's a you know, it's a it's an organic process. Yeah. I feel like there is uh, Star Wars fans uh, kind of kind of had to be told this uh, before because there were some some discrepancies in concept art in a few uh, projects uh, for Star Wars that that one of the authors uh, of one of the art books had to come up and say, look, we do concept art for things that need conceptualization. If there is art missing from something. It is not that we didn't conceptualize it. It's just that maybe it didn't require it, or maybe we didn't need to do that type of like painting or keyframe or or something like that to that effect. This is one of those like if you look at that cover of the the book, like that's a keyframe that I'm sure Jason Reitman went to the studio with and said, "This is the movie." And the studio executives looked at that and said, "Oh yeah, oh my god, that's awesome." It's like 
I kind of remember the toys and I remember this and it kind of speaks to things on so many levels, but it's also something that might be used uh, in the movie. Concept art has so many different purposes uh, on top of how they're going to design stuff, how they're going to storyboard stuff, how they're going to compose shots. And uh, (laughs) and I'm I'm just, I'm very excited to see the, the art that's in here. I'm also very excited for the making of because uh, you pointed out, Chris, Cinefx will not be covering this uh, film because Cinefx does not exist anymore. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but I need to, sorry. Oh, I was Go going to say, we're, we're going to get that glimpse behind the scenes, at yeah. least in the book form of all of the creature designers and, and the people who've poured their, their heart and souls into the props and the, the, the production yeah. design and, and all some, of that some jazz. Of the, some of the best-selling books these days are, you know, the art books about making of a movie. I mean, you and I and, you know, Cinefx come from a time where we wanted the technical details, which is more of a you know, an essay approach, an articled approach where they, you know, talk us through stuff and so show us some behind the scenes photographs and all that. But there's been a shift over the last, you know, in the last 15 years is way more popular to walk into a store and they're like the art of this movie that just came out that you love. And it covers a lot of the same ground, not yeah. all the same ground, but a, a lot. And this one, this here's the thing. All the other ones are like the art of such and such. Uh, this one made a point of adding in the word making the, you know, the art and making of that's, Ghostbusters. That's afterward. a very important distinction because a lot yeah. of these art books, they do have the making of anecdotes, but it's very small and very anecdotal. So yeah, they, they are pushing the art first. So this will definitely be an art book first. Um, but, uh, at least the making of seems to be an, an integral, an integral part of it. Um, yeah. So looking forward to that. And it's actually, it's a sub 50 buck hardcover by the looks of it. And Unless they got that detail wrong too. I was going <laughs> to so. say that's the nice thing about pre-ordering on Amazon. If you do have the ability to pre-order is they'll, they'll give you the, the lowest price. Uh, Cause the art books usually mm-hmm. do fluctuate. They start at like 49.99, which is the, the retail price. And then Amazon puts them up for like twenty nine ninety nine uh, the week before they come out. And you go, oh come on, uh, yeah. but you get that price. So Amazon will adjust it. Yeah, um, I need to backtrack here. Uh, this is <laughs> so. Remember when we were looking at the picture and I saw a thing. And you said you thought it was a thing related to the toy thing and the thing, and I said no, it's not that thing. We were not talking about the same thing, and that's mostly because I made a point because I didn't want the movie spoiled. I didn't look very hard at the plasma uh, uh. Uh, series, because, uh, but the Oklahoma Central Oklahoma Ghostbusters, uh, as I'm, we're sitting here chatting, t- literally as we're chatting, tweeted said, "It's a such and such. Go look at our last post." And in looking <laughs> at, it, I realized, oh well, that's a toy one. I didn't see that because I wasn't looking at the toys too hard. Uh, uh, so let's go back. I right. now know what you were probably talking about. And I, I think, th- yes, yeah. you're correct. There are two things that are, are attributed to the podcast plasma toy. And that's why I was trying to be careful because. <laughs> we didn't want to. Yeah, he's got a bunch of stuff uh, that's both on the figure and had a a, a, a separate toy and I only really paid attention. I didn't pay attention to the one. The one was slammed into my face when I wasn't looking. I, I kind of got, I'm like, looking over here, doing my work. And then, I, hey, hey, what's that? Oh, no, the internet has mildly spoiled a small <laughs> detail for me. Uh, I will now avoid everything for the right. So, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> two thumbs up. 
to the Central Oklahoma Ghostbusters for confirming that it is indeed a thing from the thing if you saw the thing and i'm not going to get into it past that so uh, yeah that's i think that's the best way to do it it's i don't think it's all connected uh, and that's all you really need to know yeah you know what i don't think it's a huge spoiler at this point because we've seen the trailer let's just say a new uh speedy gadget was added uh to the trailer that we hadn't seen before and basically it's his control for that i don't think that spoils too much but i'm still kind of circumspect you know what i mean so there we go yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I, sorry to interrupt. I'm sitting no, here. No, no, I'm it's literally good... sitting here while you're talking, looking at this, going, "Son of a!" Well, and, but and at it's... least I got the news in enough time. The worst would have been if we had shut this down. <laughs> I'd gone to bed, woke up the next morning, went, oh! Now I, I sound like an idiot. You blow it. At least um, now I sound like an idiot that got to do a retraction. So I'll live take on that. the air. Yeah. There All right. Is. Well, it. So so regardless of. Yep. If you're trying, so go go to your local Target, Walmart, uh, whatever your your uh, toy source of. Mm-hmm. If you're in Canada, you have Toys R Us, and you get all the cool stuff. Um, but uh, Target, in particular, has been carrying so much Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, that is where I have now picked up Podcast Trevor and Lucky. So I have mm-hmm. the three. I don't have the the three original guys yet, but uh, of the Plasma series uh, figures podcast and that's why it was fresh on my brain because i have been pouring over this figure <laughs> trying to figure out if i'm gonna open it and i don't think i am i don't know, i'm still going back and forth but uh the the detail on the plasma series figures is incredible mm-hmm. um and it's it's just so much fun to go into a target store it's fun to go into a target store first and foremost because i haven't been out of the house in so long but uh, also it's great to go into a target store and see a bunch of ghostbusters stuff because you go to the toy aisle and and it's usually pretty bare uh the, the star wars stuff is usually pretty bare the it, it's just, it's just kind of bare pegs because they're preparing for uh christmas when they're going to do their huge yeah. restock and uh, but it's it's nice to walk into that aisle and see at least one or two pegs of of uh, the plasma series toys, and then one peg of the the fright features toys, and then underneath that some of the uh, mini puffed um, the blind containers. I don't want to call them blind bags because they're filled yeah. with very sticky marshmallow goo, and uh, and some some of the targets that I've been into they have the the plasma um, or the the I'm sorry the proton thrower the mod proton thrower mm-hmm. uh so uh very cool uh go check those out if you're looking for the figures target uh, at least here in the states i know uh has them um, yeah swing by the seasonal section too because uh craig at yes have some just posted a picture too they got a whole section of like costume stuff as well well that's that that was yeah i was kind of i was leading into that because oh sorry no, it's okay. Target has like front and center, at least in the two targets that I've been to down here in the LA area. Yeah. When you walk into the seasonal aisle, you don't see uh, pumpkins and decorations uh, of that nature, things that you are used to seeing in the seasonal aisle. Literally, you see this long end cap of flight suits and traps and PKEs and, and ecto goggles and it is incredibly cool to walk to the back of a Target store and the first thing you see is this long sort of like triple wide Ghostbusters display. Right. I, I, I was, I was honestly, I was taken aback this morning because I, I just happened to stop at Target on a whim after uh, stopping by my office to pick something up. And I was like, I'm going to check Target and see if, because I, I still need those, I need the guys. 
and I walked into Target and I walked back to the seasonal aisle and I kind of walked around the corner and saw the the patch, the 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 moogly uh, arm patch. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. They have some of the flight suits just hanging on an end cap. And then you keep walking and you see that they're really giving some prime real estate to Ghostbusters. Yeah. And that's like, I thought it was just an LA thing. I was in the Culver City Target, which is right next to the Sony Picture Studio lot. So I thought, okay, guys, that's uh, that's good on you. You know, some executives are going to see that. But it's everywhere. Craig, you mentioned, has seen it. Uh, we saw on Ghostbusters News, uh, Jason had posted a few of his uh, uh, viewers and listeners uh, have been seeing this this similar thing. Like, this, this, is, this is Ghostbusters Halloween. Like uh-huh. they are really pushing it and they have the prime time, the prime real estate, the, the, the costumes and the props, and they're ready to go with all of this stuff. And I don't know. That's, that's why I was hoping that Thomas was going to say like, oh, I went to, uh, you know, uh, no, uh, Target. We saw these things and you guys don't have Target. Well, we don't have anymore, Target here. But that's, you know. uh, and to his credit, he's, he's already technically gone as a Ghostbuster. So that's true. Little, little, little guy, little, um, Little, uh, oh boy, just shy of one year old. Uh, uh, oh no, actually, so depending on when, yeah, okay, in around one year old, he had a teeny tiny, uh, Ghostbusters 2 jumpsuit that I made for him and he wore that around and, uh, was super adorable. Uh, <laughs> and I did that because he was small and helpless and couldn't say no. And I've made a point of not trying to yeah, push him wanna, in any yeah, one particular direction since yeah. then. And yeah, like, well, last year was, um, was uh, Glitch Tex, which is, I mean, kind of Ghostbuster in its own right, thanks to its uh, creator there, who's one of us. And uh, and yeah, this year he's all about the, the Demon Slayer. So I'm... Eh. Which is still kind of Ghostbusters adjacent, in it's, a way. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Everything so far is at least Ghostbusters adjacent, and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, Dumb old dad will still, you know, trot out the jumpsuit on Halloween, but uh, Thomas will... <laughs> Thomas will uh, Naruto run through the neighborhood uh, with his demon slaying sword and all that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, and and again, I just it kind of not only did it warm my heart to turn the corner and see all of the stuff at the end cap and like oh my god, every everybody in the general public is seeing this Ghostbuster stuff, but it also just reinforced like they're 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 full speed ahead on this movie. Like everybody keeps worrying that they're going to push the movie out, and that is still a strong possibility, but. Um, the, the marketing machine, the merchant, the merchandising machine, uh, it's all, it's all yep. full speed ahead. So chugga, 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 toot, toot. check it out. Uh, I will say I'm the, and it's always my biggest crit- criticism of Halloween costumes. There are two things. Uh, the jumpsuits are amazing, but the like necks and collars are a little cheap. So take a look at them and you may, you may need to like add your own little flair to it to kind of finish things oh. off. Um, and then, uh, there's two mannequins that were at our end cap in Los Angeles and they used the photo of the costume as their guide. And so the proton packs are upside down and my little nerd brain, like my, my vein popped out and I couldn't stand it. And I wanted to go to a manager and be like, can I just turn those things the right side, the way they're supposed to go? So uh, us, us, the, the informed Ghostbusters fans kind of have to throw a little bit of leniency, uh, a little bit of forgiveness to the, uh, the commoners out there that don't know that the cyclotron is not on top 
I don't know why that's a common thing. I don't get it. I don't understand why everybody wears the proton packs upside down. But uh, so so try to look the other way. Try to enjoy the moment of like, holy crap, Ghostbusters is like front and center of this Halloween at my seasonal yeah. aisle. And don't be bogged down by the, that thing's upside down. I got to fix that. That's that. <laughs> Not screen accurate. Mm-mm. Discounting the fact that it is an inflatable pack. Uh, with a Velcro thrower that just sort of like <laughs> onto the side. Uh, just let just it go. Just calm. Take a deep breath. Calm. Little book of calm. Uh, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, if, if you're looking for, especially the traps, the traps are great. They're only 20 bucks uh, down mm-hmm. here. D- doors don't open, no lights, anything, but they're just very sort of stunt uh, trap uh, looking things. I know a lot of our, our, um, our franchise friends out there have been picking them up uh, to put on their display tables because it's something that now you don't really concern yourself with people walking around the convention hall and picking up the trap and breaking it because it's like, oh, it's a $20 thing and it doesn't really do anything. So it's, there's not much you yeah. can break. Um, we've, we've officially reached the stage where even uh, cosplayers need to have their stunt props. Uh, yes. For, for going to conventions. Absolutely, absolutely true. Uh, and, and even it's going to be so much fun to just walk around uh, trick-or-treating again I'm doing the same thing it's the same joke it's going to be so much fun just walking around trick-or-treating this year if it happens um, <laughs> but it will be so much fun walking around and seeing people in the Spangler jumpsuits uh, that they're selling with these traps with these PKEs with these uh, ecto goggles and uh, same thing you know everybody's going to look around and be like that guy's an awesome Ghostbuster and then they're going to turn and they're gonna, they'll look at you with your screen accurate uh, Gibson Barnes flight suit and your hand built uh, proton pack and your uh, actual night vision goggle uh, 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 ecto goggles and they'll be like whoa that's a better Ghostbuster don't worry they're not going to take anything away from your glory it's I, I understand I know that that's going to be a, a point of contention for a lot of people out there but uh, it's just cool to see it in the mainstream uh, again mm. so so there's there it is go to target spend lots of money uh so that they keep making <laughs> stuff that we can spend more money on um all right i think i've got one more thing chris and i think that's it uh and it's, i got a couple of small things but you do you first all right so so the the quick thing that i'll get out of the way here uh sony masterworks slash sony soundtracks want us to remind you that if you have not picked up uh the ghostbusters 2 score from Randy Edelman. Uh, you can do so now on CD, uh, on digital, and the October release of the vinyl is just around the corner. You will be able to uh, purchase it at Amazon. Uh, you will be able to purchase it at Barnes & Noble with an exclusive glow-in-the-dark vinyl. Uh, and Mondo, uh, we don't have any more information on that quite yet, but we do know that Mondo has their own exclusive release that is coming soon too. So uh, make sure to check that out. Um, but they also sent us, Chris, this video which is up on their YouTube now. If you go check it out, it's uh, Sony Soundtracks uh, Vivo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's a commentary by Randy Edelman of the opening scene of, of Ghostbusters 2. And and I kind of put the emphasis on it's a commentary in the way that I did because it really reminds me of, uh, if you've listened to the True Lies commentary with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where yeah. he's just describing what's happening on screen. Uh, yeah, what do they call that? Uh, that's actually a setting on the TV for uh, uh, descriptive vis- audio. Descriptive the, audio for the yeah, visually impaired. That's kind of what it is, and it's <laughs> it's cool to be hearing from Randy Edelman. Uh, you know uh, that he's talking about what you're hearing in the score itself. 
the bummer is that he's just telling you what you're hearing in this score itself, and he's not telling you anything kind of beyond that. So I'm hoping that they're going to do more of these videos and more things where they'll talk about the themes and they'll talk about sort of the motifs that he he put into that. But um, it, it at first I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then as I'm listening, he's like, and now you see Dana is running after the carriage. And as the carriage is going, the music is picking up in intensity. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know, Randy, I've seen the movie. Like I, anyway, I think that they're, <laughs> they're probably going to have some more insightful <laughs> stuff. Poor Randy's probably racking his brain trying to remember stuff too, uh, which I, I give him all the credit in the world for. But uh, so check those out and please pick up that release. If you are dragging your feet, I know there have been some criticisms of it's not complete. It's not in chronological order. Please go back and listen to our deep dive episode because we kind of go into that. Uh, I, I, I hate to say that this is as good as it's going to get. But um, guys, if you're holding out for a better release, this is as good as it's going to get. I I, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that. So go, go do that. Um, but, uh, so that, that was the last thing I had. What, what did you sure. have in terms of your, your stuff? Uh, two small things. I stumbled upon it. Uh, there's a podcast called the inside the crazy ant farm podcast. Um, and in this Saturday, so two days past when this drops on uh, the Monday here, uh, their guest on the episode is John Pepsidera, who is the casting director for afterlife. Ah. They sit down to, I mean, he, he cast like the Dark Knight movies, um, Suicide Squad, uh, a whole bunch of stuff, but Ghostbusters Afterlife is on his list too. So I'm throwing that out there just because those of you that are kind of interested in that thing, sort of thing like I am, the, uh, the making the sausage of Hollywood, so to speak, um, that's one. The other is, um, in kind of poking around, um, even if you're not in New York, you might be able to go attend the panel because New York Comic Con, four-day digital tickets for $20 that say right here, gives you access to live video panels streamed for all four days of New York Comic Con for most major panel room, most major panel rooms, which I think this one probably would, would be, audio streams for smaller rooms and video on demand access to the recordings for 30 days after. But they, so, th- those won't have the clips. I, I, there, there are a lot of those where they say like you get the live video from the rooms, but then that goes yep. dark when they show stuff to people Possibly, in the room. Possibly, so. but this is a pandemic era, which means I think the digital tickets are kind of. I don't know if they've how long have they had them before. I don't seem to recall. But I, uh, this, this is kind of a new, and I I appreciate it to be completely I, honest. I haven't. I'm wondering if this might not be their way of like I, I'm wondering, especially in a state like New York. I mean, that area is small. Like that's several states around it where people could be like, you know, I would come to it, but pandemic. So they're like, no problem. If you're gonna hold it and 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 nail it and all that. Here's the other thing to look at it too. Twenty bucks. I'd roll the dice on 20 bucks. <laughs> like at, at least just to see the Q and a with, with wait, the exactly. filmmakers. What's yeah. the worst that happens? I spend 20 bucks to, to listen to them all do the Q and a panel and don't get to see the clips. Uh, and again, only pointing it out for those people that, uh, well, heck we all come in all shapes and sizes, which, which is to say that maybe they do show it, but some people will close their eyes for those bits because they don't want to spoil it, but they do want to listen to the Q and a panel or what have you, right? Or the people that, and there are a few of you, I, I think you're a little weird to be honest, but I'd love every little thing that comes out. 
And yeah, roll the dice, 20 bucks. You might be able to, uh, mm. yeah, see those. You will not miss out. You can right, see well, the clips. Yeah, that's good. And Maybe. Because I also know that they're limiting, uh, obviously, they're limiting the amount of people that can go into these auditoriums for the panels. Right. And so just because you happen to have a ticket for Friday does not mean that you're going to get into the the afterlife panel. So, Precisely. So uh, people have been freaking out. And at least this is sort of a backup contingency where if you can't get into it, at least you are able to look at that live stream. Uh, well, I can see, I see on the, the Facebook groups and all that, there's people starting to, are you going? Who's thinking of going? Let's go. Oh, that's a lot of stress and work and money and all that. <laughs> I will. I would happily spend $20 to just sit where I am now and which tune in. What I've been doing for Which is what I've been doing. I will. I will write documents uh, <laughs> and on the, the second screen, uh, just, uh, hell, I'll tune into stuff that I don't even watch. What's that? A Power Rangers panel? I'm in. Who's that guy? Like, I just, I don't know. Worth the 20 bucks. It's worth yeah, the 20 totally. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was worth sharing. I mean, it's still a ways off. It's October 7th to 10th. So a month away, but hey, uh, go grab it. I don't think there's any limits on that. I, I don't think they're going to sell out of no, digital tickets yeah, anytime doubt. soon, but you know. Unless they have bandwidth issues. There's no reason that they would be uh, capping those. Yeah. That's right. Well, here's the other thing, too. It's worth noting just for people who are, you know, kind of stressed about maybe I can go, maybe I should go. Eh, here's an easier option. <laughs> Here, before yes, you put any money down or make any, uh, you know, uh, deposits on anything, eh, here's a 20 buck option to think about first. So. God, I'm, I'm actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because I mm. have been, I have been firmly in that camp of like, man, I usually do go to New York city this time of year. This is like, we, we usually go for a long weekend and, and it's just a getaway, uh, to go eat and walk and be in Central Park and stay at a very expensive and very small hotel. <laughs> and and I can't do that. And I was like, oh man, what a perfect opportunity because they're doing the New York Comic Con thing. I could have done this in a different world. Yeah. And so nope. this is a great concession of like, well, I'll just, I'll pay the 20 bucks. I can watch the panel as if I'm there. Yeah. I can go eat a meal. I can walk around. Uh, I can <coughs> uh, pay my wife, uh, you know, $400 to sleep in uh, the closet <laughs> of our room, which is about the equivalent of staying in a boutique hotel in, in uh, New York. And yeah, maybe we'll yeah. Uh, fire up that, uh, the, 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 the Twitter, whatever the heck that new feature is, the hosting groups or uh, whatever. Spaces. Where you can, yeah. We can, oh, spaces. We'll start yeah. a, a Twitter space that just runs for the four days and, and we can come in and chat, chat about it as we watch it. Um, That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. We still, we've been trying to figure out how to utilize the Twitter spaces. That's a good idea. Like, this is a, a low, exactly. This is yeah. a low stress opportunity to, to give it a, give it a whirl. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Ghostbusters! Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
Well, Chris, I would ask if you have any final thoughts. I'm up to eight boxes. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, and, and there's uh, more coming. Go go check our CrossRip DMs because there's somebody who wants to buy everything. I, oh, I, I meant to I tell you that off that. the okay. air, but I'm going to tell you on the air. Sure, okay. Uh, so go go check our DMs. They're not uh, alone. I've had a few people reach out directly <laughs> as well. So there, there's one person who wants to buy stuff, but also wants to sell you stuff at the same time. It's very counterproductive. Ooh, um, well, depends. But, if yeah, it's check. Egon, Ecto, or Stay Puffed, might Ooh, not be counterproductive. Yeah, he he knows you. He's ready. Yeah, you you have tilted your hand, and the dealers are coming out to play. Um, I am nothing but tilted hands. Let's just be very <laughs> honest about this. Boundaries? I know Boundaries. nothing Boundaries? What? Um, but, uh, so yeah, so I I, I was going to give you time for final thoughts, but what if we just turn it over to Thomas here? You want Oh, he's always got something to say, and it usually right. starts with, can I tell you something? <laughs> Which I really actually enjoy. It's a, it was it was adorable when he was smaller. And it's actually really kind of hilarious now that he's older. Can I tell you something? Anything. I I literally cannot wait to see where this goes. Oh, Anything man. that starts with "Can I tell you Can something?" Can I tell you something? All right. So here's here's what we're gonna do, everybody. Uh, we're gonna turn the microphone over to. This is our our conversation with Thomas that we had uh, that you did not hear at the top of the show. We're gonna let him have his final thoughts here. And uh, for everybody that's jumping off before, before this happens, we'll see you on the other side. But here's Thomas. Happy birthday, Thomas. It's going to be busy. So that one comes out November 19th. Mm. Um, when does Hotel Transylvania come out? Uh, that's, been, that's in streaming now, isn't it? It's, but that should be around I don't know the what same they've time. said, because I think Adam's family comes out. Halloween now. <gasps> That's right. Oh, Adam's yeah. family's on Halloween. And, then, and also, Sing 2 comes out around January 21st. It's going to be a busy uh, fall and winter movie going for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just movie every day almost. Yeah, close. There's probably one, maybe two could be posted a day. Every day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe a movie a day. Yeah. Well, especially around the world, yeah. Probably. Yeah, around the world. There's got to be and more streaming than and on TV and, yeah, I mean, if you count everything, movies. totally. Yeah, yeah probably. got to be more than that, right? More than one a day. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we how, actually, are you guys going to go to the drive-in, you think? when? How are you going to see all of these movies? Can you, well, can you get in the theaters have, yet or no? Oh, yeah, we actually went and saw Shang-Chi there, uh... Yes, at the theater. Last week, on Friday. Yes. They, um, they're they doing a, yeah, so everybody's got to be masked up. Uh, we're all, like, pushing 70% vaccinated here. Yeah. And uh, they altered their system. So you buy your tickets online, and then you choose your seats, and the system won't let you sit within six feet of everybody else. So. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So at least you know that there's some distance between you and the other people yeah. in the yeah. theater. Yeah, so unless things go... South real quick, and we picked carefully. We picked a bottom corner where we were kind of the furthest away from. We weren't like there's people like doing the usual movie going. We'll sit in the middle. I was like, well, that's where you're <laughs> surrounded by people. Yeah. yeah, we'll sit in the bottom corner here where there's just that guy there. That's fine. Yeah. It was pretty good. We got uh, well, maybe overindulged a little too much on. Chocolate and popcorn. That I mean, night. you gotta, uh, you gotta do it. Yeah. You always just gotta have candy. Go to a movie theater. Don't get candy. You are a weird person if you don't. 
That's but true. If well, you do, you are a normal, awesome person. What is I it? Can't... My my mom always made us like sneak our own candy in because uh, for reasons. But it, did that yes. make me a weird person? But we like snuck in our own candy or like pizza. There was one time no, I snuck that, in a personal pizza. No, that makes you a secret spy. That's right. <laughs> well, your secret spy of a dad used to be able to sneak a uh, an upsized McDonald's meal complete with large drink into a movie theater. It was I truly mean, a gift. In hindsight, like the people taking our tickets had to have been able to smell that we had something in our jackets, right? Like that guy really smells like McDonald's. That guy really smells like a personal pan pizza. I had I had two I had two cheeseburgers in one pocket, my large fries in another, and then I would have the drink up my my coat long sleeve coat sleeve and just sort of or sometimes I would do uh, magic. So what you do is I would tuck it under one side of my jacket and then I'd hold it with my arm but that'd be the arm that would be holding the tickets and then I could gesticulate with uh, both of them yeah, like see, there you go. have a conversation with somebody and if I'm moving both hands reasonably one of them <laughs> surely can't be holding up two pounds of liquid could it? Yeah. So we got October we're going to watch Adam's Family there's a chance Hotel Transylvania might be out mm-hmm. we had two Ghostbusters movie to watch and then we're going to watch some of the classics for Halloween, too, I bet. We got it. Time to watch um, Hocus Pocus again? Yes. Yes. That's, that's a classic. That's I've a seen, classic. I've seen that like five times. We're getting close to you might be able to watch some of the other ones, too. Uh, it looks like Hotel Transylvania 4 hits on October 1st on Amazon. There you go. On Amazon. So you'll have that pre-Halloween. So... Should I quickly uh, go get my phone to like check all no, these? No, we'll, no, we'll find it. We got a month to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, yeah you got a little bit of time. Whole, we got our thirteen days to Halloween. Um, I guess technically it's an advent calendar. It doesn't have it doesn't have prizes or anything in it, but mm-hmm. it's a countdown calendar. Yeah. So we got that poised. It. I, when I was looking around in it, when I first saw it at the back, it said. Find uh, trick-or-treat challenges and costume party challenges and more. Basically uh, all challenges. Yeah, well, and, that's fine. It's to keep your mind off the fact that you've got two weeks until candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While I, I once was talking uh, to my friend, um, I was like, so... Yeah, Halloween is coming up. It's very fun. Uh, how much candy did you get? Like how, um, how much of a bucket? Um, he said about five, and I, I'm like, how did you get five buckets? And I'm like, yeah, well, there's your complex, and then my complex, and then the complex on top of your complex, and I'm like, oh, mm. see, that's the way to do it. They're you gotta go to those multi-unit are... complexes, man. That's how you clean yeah. up. Everybody's That's like, oh, I'm go planning. to the nice neighborhoods where they give you the full candy bars. No, no, no. That's what I'm planning. Do you know what Troy and I used to do when we went trick-or-treating as kids? What? Uh, pillowcases. Yeah, the pillowcase was... Fill up the <gasps> pillowcase. The bucket was a fool's move because the pillowcase, yeah, you, got some, you got some room, you got some wiggle. We were at Walmart the other day. The Halloween candy's starting to come out. Yes. Um... um I was so confused when uh, I saw Halloween things at August 
in August, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, it happens then, earlier every year, buddy. While I was looking for the internet yesterday, what do you know? I saw a little meme going, me in mid-August. It's Halloween time, placing <laughs> random things I don't need to. <laughs> so, I don't know that I saw any in stores any earlier than the last day of August. Yeah, August. It's I usually when the back-to-school stuff starts to disappear. Yeah. And that's like... It's part of the peace accords with the, uh, <laughs> the, the people the who The seasonal love peace accords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We... We will we will uh, give them November and December with maybe maybe some early turnover around the thirtieth or thirty first of October, <laughs> although we frown upon that. Only if the Halloween stuff gets rolled out on September first. As long as you don't oh. infringe upon my Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> I demand three months of Christmas. I don't know why I'm doing JFK from Clone High right now, but it's that's a- what Christmas <laughs> time sounds like in these. Yeah. I was to be told I'd have three months. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be busy. It's going to be nothing but movies, yes. school. Movie, school, uh, snow. And then lapsing into, uh, well, oh, October we have our Thanksgiving. So right in the middle of it, yep. we're going to have a turkey long weekend. And That's the weekend we should definitely get some movies in. Yeah. There's, Hotel Transylvania will be out. Yes. There's always this one bit of me where it's like, we only watch movies in uh, on Friday. That's nice. And then I also have to go to school. But then I have a bunch of a bunch of clumps of days where it's just nothing. Like after school. Um, so I would usually go outside if it's very sunny. It's getting up to twenty five here, so it's doing good. But then, oh no, it's snowing. I don't feel like going in the snow today. What do I do? Try and uh, find a show a week later. Oh, no. I finished that show. I don't know what to watch. And I found something a week later. I That's what I was going to ask you. Do you want to tell Troy uh, what your costume is going to be for Halloween? Oh, yeah. What you got? I forgot his name. It's the main character from? Demon Slayer. Yeah. Ah. A series on Netflix, a Japanese anime series that somebody started watching without filing the proper paperwork. <laughs> As it turns out, it's mostly just anime swords against demons. So I'm oh, not. That's good. I'm not horrified by it. I didn't. I don't know about demons. Though. We've been watching Troll Hunter. That's a little more our speed As, down here. As yeah. opposed to the the time I came downstairs and. Found a six-year-old sitting in front of the Suicide Squad when he wasn't supposed to. Oh, whoops. Yeah, not quite ready for that. Not quite. But, uh, yeah, we looked online. We found a, a great uh, uh, costume. There's a... Uh, I don't know what um, the website... It was one of those places that like is aimed at cosplayers who aren't building their own stuff. I don't know. But it's basically like... Off Halloween branded costume sites like Ruby's and all that. So yeah, I. So they had uh, kids stuff. They they had one your size. Yeah, for my costume, mm-hmm. um, I really like dyeing my hair, and yeah. uh, the this guy's to, hair color is red. It's red, so we're gonna have to do some dyeing. And there, I have this one friend that, uh, she just loves red. That's mm-hmm. her favorite color and i'm 
and I'm imagining myself going up to her, and we would have a conversation. Then one part of that conversation would be, what are you going to do for Halloween? And I'm, I would have to say, I'm dying my hair red. And she would say, wait a minute, didn't I tell you that's what I've been wanting to do for two years now? Yes, well. <laughs> the jealousy kicks in. We'll, uh, we'll have to, um, we'll dye it. We can probably do it at home. That'll be fine. And we're going to have to to gel it up. You may have to uh, drop toy, uh, Troy a line later on, get some. Uh, my gel days are well behind me, but I suspect this man <laughs> still uses from time to time a little, a little say, product. Is it, does it have to be super spiky? Like, is it that kind yeah, of like it's super spiky, cowboy yeah. bebop-y? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Spiky. Like like uh, like a living uh, head of flaming hair. Sort of thing. It's not that big. It's kind of short. It's not. It's not super long, but it is all kind of up. So that'll yeah. and you got long hair, and getting hair to go up is tricky. I bet the easiest thing we could find for it is the jacket. All it is is just um a green and, green and black, black checkered. Yeah. Uh, checkered. Well, this costume comes with everything, so it's got the oh uh, nice the the the. The pants and the leggings and the jacket, uh, the flower card earrings. Yes. How do you remember that? This, this Halloween might be the first time I would have to put earrings in. That would be... Ugh. Yeah, I suspect they just clip on. I don't think we have Once. to get... <laughs> I mean, that's that's oh. dedication if you got to go get the piercings uh, only yeah, for the no. costume. But we still have to go to Spirit Halloween because the one thing the costume doesn't come with, a sword... Yes. Uh, They'll get you a plastic, uh, get you a, a plastic longsword of some sort. I know this friend where they're the, um, even though that's not Halloween, she bought this for Halloween. She uh, got it from Spirit Halloween. The little sticker is still on it. It's like one of those things that the devil has. It's like a black stick and then a three red air. Sharp arrows. Coming oh, the prongs. The, the what? Are you, a trident. Yes, a trident. Yeah, or a pitchfork. I think is what they call the the devil's one is a yeah. pitchfork. But a trident. Aquaman also. has a trident. Satan has a pitchfork. There we I, go. Was, I was Except about to. Except in the Zack Snyder say. version, it's the weirdest. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And also, you could start flying in Minecraft if you have a. If trident. you have the thing, oh, that's right. You could just pull it back, and then when you let go, you go speeding. Go flying there. with it. Uh, speaking of the hollow holiday peace accords, do you know what's open now? Uh, Tyler of the Ghostbusters of British Columbia alerted everybody today. Spirit Halloween is open. <gasps> the one down in Coquitlam. So we'll have to. Oh, they're actually, they're open. The stores are open. The store is opened. Hey. It's only, it's not even. Wow. Yeah, it's well, time. I mean, it's I mean, like the second week. week of September. It's time. We did the second week of September. Time. That's all right. Yeah. But we got to get there early. Do you know why? Because they always have little Ghostbusters knickknacks, <gasps> stuffed Slimers, oh, that's and what mugs. I want to see. What like, especially this year, if they're going to have little like you know uh, mugs and glasses and yeah, all sorts they of weird sort of party stuff. Of, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Do you want the final thought? Which is uh, basically you get to talk about whatever you want for a few minutes, or you could just you know say. Uh, dismissive things ab about Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Dole of the Ghostbusters of Columbia 
Chris Stewart joined us. Well, he came out uh, on the weekend, and we went to check out a uh, uh, an antique mall there that had a, a toy collector guy selling his stuff, and so. And Ryan, also candy shop. And a candy shop. Yes. And Ryan, Ryan was wanting to see it, and he came out and um, kind of fell down a rabbit hole there. There was so much stuff. Yeah, it's my favorite candy shop and I, antique shop. We were able to find um, a Batman-shaped so, so, chip. You have to keep that quiet. You want to keep that quiet for his podcast thing. So we better not spoil that. <laughs> That's true. We don't want to spoil yeah. other podcasts. They, they, they postponed Toy Anxiety this week, so he doesn't have a chance to talk about it. Oh, that's funny. You know what he did get, though? He got one of those little Kenner catalog inserts from the toys. Oh, those were the best. Stand up. The action digests, action shoot. What yeah. were they called? Yeah, the, the the Kenner Action Guide or something Action like Guide. That. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and I saw it and I was like, "Ooh!" And he he snatched it, and part of me went, "I want it." And another part of my brain went, "You actually have a whole set." And I was like, "Oh right." <laughs> yeah. Never mind. What did I get? I don't. Know. Oh, I bought the glass skull. So apparently, I have glass skull decanters now. One, two, three. Ah. Two, three now. I have a, a crystal Dan would one be proud. By, by Dan. Well, yeah. no, they're not all Dan's. I have one that I've had for a while, which is my tequila uh, which decanter, is... which is shaped like a zombie head. Where is that? Uh, and that's why I put tequila in it for the zombie drink, and nobody gets it. But that's all right. That's me. I amuse me. And then we were at the antique mall, and it's not a crystal head one. It's like... I don't know if it's a cheap knockoff or something, mm. but anyways, I'm like, I need one to put rum in. There we go. <laughs> I got a book on mash. Yeah. There's a bunch of fun stuff in that antique shop. Nice. And those places are always, and you never know what to expect. Like, that's the coolest part. You go into those stores, and you never know what's going to be in there. Yes. And there's a candy shop right around the corner. Yeah. I was about to say that that has so many things, like. They even have a start a conversation with Mentos, like, huh? <laughs> and fun fact, usually Mentos just tastes like mint, maybe yeah, They're the fresh strawberry. maker, you know, you gotta. Yeah. But then when I tasted that, I was like, why does this taste like my bubblegum toothpaste I had when I was six? Yeah. And what did they call it? Uh, Do you remember? Bubble something. Bubble mint. Bubble mint. Uh, so, well, so yeah, there bit you go. A, bit of a Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they called it Mentos. Although like, somebody Wait, you had Mentos toothpaste. <laughs> somebody, somebody came no. out of the candy shop having talked to mom somehow, probably because dad wasn't there, into buying him one of those little Edwardian children's giant lollipops. <laughs> That was bigger than my hand. It's bigger than your face. Nice. And like you need to it's like you should be dressed in little Lord Fauntleroy outfit and a <laughs> hat fact. with a ribbon on it. Fun my bed's full of that. chocolates. I mother, i must need my candy now. I'm Candy please. <laughs> Did you finish that already or is it up somewhere in a bag? I was about to say, fun fact, I finished it two days ago. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Well, at least you honored the agreement not to eat it all in one day. Took it, uh, yeah, two days. 
Yeah. Well, enjoy it. That'll be the wow. last one you get for a while. Yeah. yeah well. Yes. Do it now. That thing. That Why thing not? is a whole kilogram bag of sugar. Yeah, he burned it off yesterday. It's candy. totally fine. Good so, grief. Hanging out one one day at recess. Done. It's gone. It's all good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That oh, is one reason why I do not bring candy out for recess. It, say you brought uh, one of those mint carriers that has like 20 mints. Um, yeah. Uh, literally, this is so true. If you just hear of a bent uh, uh, opening, um, the whole class will come charging at you, going, hey, can I run? Can I run? Oh, ooh, that looks good. Can I run? That's my shirt. Can I run? Can I run? That, ha- that happened to my friend once. Like, I literally saw, th- I was right beside him, and then I look in front of me, and I just see a million children charging at us. I'm like, oh, no. I always had a dream when I was a kid of going to school, and the teacher would be like, is that gum? Yeah, I it's hope the, you it's have the packet enough of gum. Every- yeah. I hope you brought enough for everybody. And I would reach into my bag, and I would whip out the plastic tub from the penny candy counter at the store, and I'd be like, yes, I did. See, I always had the bubblicious, and and you'd be on the bus, and the kids would be like, hey, can I have one? And you'd be like, okay, yeah. Can I have one? Yeah, uh, yeah, here you go. And then there were only like eight pieces in the bubblicious uh, package, so like it was gone before you even got to school. Um, Yeah, I once saw that um, uh, uh, there there was just a guy copying that... um, he opens a mint character and he was like, Hey, if you want to eat in my class, you have to one for have one for everyone and he was like, But yes, teacher, I do. And then he gave one to everyone and and then the teacher's like, May I have one? And he's like, Wait, weren't you the one that made the rule? Why should I though? I need reason. You've lapsed into some sort of <laughs> some strange dark I hope you got that <laughs> fantasy. Okay. All right. You need to say goodnight to Troy and then you need to grab uh fluff butt there and get her upstairs, okay? Perfect timing. My AirPods, AirPods were like okay. Nope, I don't want to be here anymore. Goodbye. Alright, we'll say goodbye to everybody and Troy. Yes. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye, Troy. <laughs> Bye, Thomas. Happy early birthday. Thank thanks you. thanks for coming on to the podcast. You're welcome. This is my second time being on this. My first time was at 619. Yes, he found it. In like the middle. <laughs> we went to the Apple store and he was calling it up on the you on all the IMAX there. Numbers, I love he it. knows it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might also sit in on one of our build streams too. We'll find right, something I, that I he love can it. work along that sounds with. Good. I would love that. All right. There she is. Grab her. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Thomas. Goodbye, Troy. Bye. Have a good day.